Oh, we got him. Oh, hey, look at this. Hey, look. Somebody shot somebody. He was black. So we know what you're going to do the next day. Y'all going to turn up in the cities, right? We're going to put it on TV, right? And then all the rest of the black people who wasn't in the streets, they're going to see that and they're going to be shaking their head like, man, it's still happening. Oh, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's 2017. It's 2018. It's 2019. Why is this still happening? Oh, it's 2020. Oh, it's 2021. We still going to keep doing this. Mm -hmm. So at some point, you have to say, what has been done? Nothing is getting done. It's just an emotional pull. discuss this recent Kamala Harris topic. We pulled up this article here. Um, it is past my bedtime, so I'm going to be stumbling over some words probably, so bear with me here. Are you seeing this, Nate? You seeing this okay? Yeah, I see everything fine. Okay, good. So this is here, five reasons why Kamala Harris is presidential dreams probably won't come true how do you feel she's doing so far like since she's been in the, the white house look you really want to know how i feel <laughs> i mean <laughs> like honestly i mean i haven't been following politics so okay. I can't really say. I don't have an opinion, but maybe you've heard a little bit more. I haven't heard anything about her since she's been in office. Look, I'm gonna be honest. I don't care about her. I also don't care about Biden. Um, she's been out of the media on purpose. They say her, well, they say it right here, they said her approval ratings are at 28%. Joe Biden's approval ratings are less than 50%. So, I mean, basically, they trash. Like, I mean, I don't know how else to put it. Like, mm -hmm. they trash. She, she, she's so much of, of trash that they don't even want to put her on camera. Because if they do and they hear her laugh, it just gets worse. <laughs> so... <laughs> Just that bad yeah so, um but yeah i mean i i don't like either of them uh i don't trust either of them look one person said you're not black if you don't vote for him the other one said that <laughs> the other one said that the person who she's serving as vice president under is a racist <laughs> it's a hot so race isn't it how, and how you take these people serious they got like what was it like 80 percent or 90 percent of black women to vote for them look i don't know what to say about y'all y'all need to get the i don't want to say 
because of the emotions that they used, you know, if you're familiar with that tactic where they use the emotions to get us emotions? all riled up. The emotions. Well, oh, okay. They they tried the George Floyd situation and over the summer. Then they hit y'all with the with the three dead people. Yes. So then black people got excited. Yes. And then y'all went to go and vote for somebody who literally told you in your face mm-hmm. that you're not black if you don't vote for them. And it's and because y'all went for that. we lead with our emotions. Like that's why I think that happened. Um because well, the men there were a lot of men who like that makes sense. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I think it makes sense because we we see this trend of like the shootings, killings, racial tension being aired in the media, particularly right before elections. No coincidence. And if, I don't know what the, the data is, but if Black women are the primary drivers for the voting population, then it makes sense that everything is just purely emotional. It's just, it's just how do we get them riled up to get them to support us no matter what? Like, what is, like, what does it take? Um, so, yeah, I mean, this, this whole thing is goofy. So at this point, I've just fully withdrawn from caring about both of these uh, cornballs mm-hmm. uh, on either side of the aisle, because at the end of the day, let's be honest, if you broke, they don't serve you. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's like a fancy restaurant. It's like you pull up and talking about, hey, what y'all got on the dollar menu? And they like, bruh, we don't serve you. We do not serve you. And that's just what it is. Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, and everybody else. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's literally nuts. It's like the majority of the population is regular people. Maybe they went to college. Maybe. This is the majority of the United States population. Maybe they went to college. But all of our leaders, they are billionaires, millionaires. They went to Yale, Harvard, all this other type of stuff. And it's like, if you're supposed to be a representative, wouldn't that be representative of the population? Like these people are not your representative. They don't serve you. Y'all not in the same class. They they not they not for you. So I don't know. It's just a bunch of cornballs to me. But um, anyway, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you touched on like if you don't have the you know money, the funds, they're not really. They're not hearing you. And it's no. interesting that to just today, I saw, I think it was Savoy's, you know, on Instagram. I think it was the Savoy show Instagram. He shared a clip from a debate from long ago. Like probably around like when they first were doing like debates or, you know, when they had decided Biden was going to be the nominee. Mm-hmm. They had a black young man ask him, you know, um, why should I vote for you? You know, why should I feel safe when I feel like I'm participating in a system, especially since you told me I wasn't black if I wasn't going to vote for you. 
you you <laughs> why would I vote for you how am I supposed to feel safe how do I feel like I'm not just participating in a system that's not for me and Joe Biden in so many words did say if you want me to care about what you got to say black people you mean to get your money up in so many words yes he said that he said we're trying to get it to a place where wealth is something black people have an access to and have um you know have basically period point blank he he said that if you want us to listen to you you got to get your wealth up and so he laid it out like he said i don't know if everybody caught that but he said that if you don't have money in this country nobody's hearing you nobody's going to hear you until you have money um so with the way things are changing and that's just like a lane switch with the way things are changing now with like the open market where they make it easy for you to invest you know for yourself um it's easy we have the internet you can get online actually start your own business it's almost as if like I see a shift coming where even though race will still play a part in the American culture it's going to become less important in the future it's going to be more so do you have money or do you not and it's going to be more based on the class system it's going to be more set in stone so I think that with these with these new advancements we have in access to wealth I think things will start to shift a bit and I think you've seen that a lot with our black males because I see that a lot of black men are talking about wealth and building wealth and generational wealth at that um and then you also saw that with the vote it kind of correlates I'm not saying that they're related but I do think there's a connection there I don't have any proof but I think there's a connection you start to see more black men talk about building wealth they're actually making moves to build wealth and at the same token you start seeing them vote for republicans like you see the numbers start to go up i don't know it was something like 30 percent of black men maybe voted for trump and i thought that was interesting but i do think it was purely economical um but i don't know this is just my observations but he did say that i didn't want to give him that much credit said if you want to be heard in america put your money where your mouth is <laughs> build some money up well i hear that i hear that so here's my problem mm-hmm. i feel like people give up their own autonomy when they go to the government for any kind of like problem like, I feel like when you do that, you're basically saying like, you're a child and you need somebody to control you or to give you rules or to govern your behavior. Like you need to be governed. I think that's the problem. I think if you are, if, if you can govern yourself, you don't need to look to anyone else to govern you. And I think the problem is we're not governing ourselves properly. 
because if you can govern yourself, you need not to look to anybody else to give you anything. And which is one of the reasons why on the subject of reparations, I just think that is just crazy. Like I support the idea like, oh, you know, there was some wrongs that were done and there's a process to rectify that. Mm -hmm. And obviously you can't, you know, turn back the time and, you know, get back everything that was lost, right? But there's some kind of way to um, work in the right direction of righting a wrong that has been done. So I understand that concept, but what I don't agree with is the idea of asking somebody and pleading somebody to come save you. Like, I don't believe in that at all. So any kind of problem that you have, mm -hmm. you need to be solving that yourself. Mm -hmm. You do not need to be going to Joe Biden, asking Joe Biden, oh, please, Mr. White man, please, Joe Biden, will you come save us? We need help. No, you need to go and save yourself. Joe Biden don't care about you or anybody else, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. Y'all not in the same class. He does not serve you. His family is wealthy. He's wealthy. You ain't wealthy. You need to focus on you and get your bread up. Because mm -hmm. that's the only way that it's going to make sense. Mm -hmm. Like, that's it. Okay. And Joe Biden ain't going to help you. So mm -hmm. it's just like, I don't, and not only Joe Biden, but Kamala Harris and whoever else came after them. Yeah. Obama is not going to help you nobody is going to help you <laughs> it's just you i do think that there's value in both though i think there's value in building your own table like you were saying building your own wealth do it for yourself doing for self it is value there that we should become self-sufficient as a people um but i also think there's value in playing into this system a little bit and gaining ground in the system as well i take wisdom from older people and they always try to like tell us like oh yeah you need to vote democrat because of this when that, that, that ain't wisdom that. i can well, guarantee that i'm not finished with the point <laughs> <making here. laughs> i'm not finished i'm not finished although i don't agree with them on saying um voting for a democrat you know is the way to go uh what they're saying is you have to participate in the system that you are in to a certain extent. It's, it's an unrealistic ideal to think that you can just completely separate yourself when the system's already established here and you're in, you know, you're in America and you're saying that you want to build wealth. Like you're going to have to participate in the system in order to build wealth. But anyways, so making the decisions based off of what would help you do that would be what you would do when it comes to voting does that make sense because like the people that are voting republican they're doing reasons they're doing that for like like we said economic reasons like whatever tax breaks they get whatever it's attractive to them because let's face it like the republicans do favor people who are making money 
Okay. But we wouldn't get that type of say if we chose not to participate in the system is what I'm saying. So there's value in both. I do think there's value in both participating in the system and building your own table. I don't think we should allow ourselves to wait for somebody to give us reparations. Just we don't do nothing by ourselves. We're not going to, we're not going to do for self. Like, cause that's what a lot of people are taking it as. Like when you say, oh, well, they owe us reparations and that's it not doing nothing until they give me my reparation that isn't yeah what anton calls it the victim olympics the victim olympics yeah we're not interested in that um but i do see value in both i will say that participating in the system can be valuable if you you actually use it to your advantage but just throwing your vote away which in this case as we have seen is, is safe to say that what Ice Cube was trying to do was trying to prevent us from throwing the (laughs) vote away because the Black vote is very influential. We see that it's the determining factor. Instead of throwing it away, all he was saying, let's get something for our vote. And I think his message was completely missed. And now people are realizing what he was trying to do now hindsight is 2020 but um i don't know i I, i'm interested in seeing how this plays out i'm interested in seeing what's going to happen in 2024 because like i wonder if black women are going to make the same choice bro you already know (laughs) (laughs) it's like the one thing you can count on, right? People always say there are like two things that are guaranteed is death and taxes. But there's another thing, is black people gonna vote Democrat? That's, you can guarantee that. Like, it's, it's not even a question. No, no, but the men are leading the way. I do see that the black men are going the opposite way. And I'm thinking that that may play a role in especially with the rise of all these you know men in the manosphere and they're you know reestablishing maybe traditional views i would hope you may have some you may chip away at some of those women you know and they may stop and you know if they especially if they pair up with you know a husband (laughs) they're probably going to vote the same way their husband's gonna vote because it would be in everybody's in the home you know best interest but i don't know i don't know wishful thinking maybe but (laughs) i don't know um yeah i don't i don't i don't know i feel like the leash that's on black people is the subject of race and all white liberals have to do is mention it and they got y'all hooked. Oh, we got them. Oh, hey, look at this. Hey, look, somebody shot somebody. He was black. So we know what you're going to do the next day. Y'all going to turn up in the cities, right? We're going to put it on TV, right? And then all the rest of the black people who wasn't in the streets, 
they gonna see that and they're gonna be shaking their head like man it's still happening oh it's it's oh it's it's, it's 2017 it's 2018 it's 2019 why is this still happening oh it's 2020 oh it's 2021 we still gonna keep doing this mm-hmm. so at some point you have to say what has been done nothing is getting done it's just an emotional pull the point is to get you riled up so that you can commit your vote to whomever mm-hmm. or just to just to attract you just to keep your eyeballs on whatever station on whatever youtube channel or whatever it is keep you attracted to that keep the clicks going keep the views high keep the engagement high and nobody gets any real results. Like, I don't even know what came of the George Floyd situation. Like, I legit don't even know. Like, what all I remember is Nancy Pelosi taking a knee with well, some kente cloth wrapped around her neck. I don't did, even know. They painted the like street to the White House. Oh, they said okay. Black Lives Matter <laughs> on the street. Congratulations. And like, people, like, what? I mean, what is If this? I remember correctly, the guy did end up getting um, sentenced to some amount of time. So he didn't get off scot free. But that's because everybody had like pressure on them because they were know. going to, to burn everything down, probably. But it's, it's a bunch of goofiness. So it's like, what are we doing? Like, none of it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so I don't even give my attention to it. It's like it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like for example, this uh, this written house acquittal situation. Mm-hmm. Everybody, like, we knew what this was from the jump. Like, <laughs> as soon as they started filming in the courtroom, you already knew they was they was churning up the energy to get people upset. Mm-hmm. It was they was attracting you in, right? And they were showing him and all the images you will see of him in the media. It makes it look like he's a model. They always do that, like he's an actor or something. They 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 are painting him in a positive light, and then they gin people's emotions up, and then they hit you with the acquittal, and then they want you to be upset. So, just stop going for this nonsense. Like we already know what time it is. Everybody who claims that America is racist, you should already know what time it is. Why are you surprised by anything? Like there there should be nothing that's a surprise (laughs) to you at this point. Right? You shouldn't even be focused on it. Surprise. I want to know who at this point (laughs) is surprised that America is racist. I don't know. I I don't see who like okay, so if you believe that America is the greatest country on earth right mm-hmm. and you know all your clothes made in china and most of the stuff in your house and all that but forget all that part ignore that you believe that america is the best and the dopest and all of that and racism maybe was a problem back way back when but these days that's not a problem if that's your orientation right mm-hmm then everything is fine you don't got no problems you got no problems if you believe the opposite that america is racist and 
you know, it's done bad to black people, brown people, all indigenous people, and all this other type of stuff, and this is your orientation, then everything is running, running its course. It's not like there's nothing that's out of the ordinary for you. So I don't know where the emotion is coming from. Like, who is really surprised by anything? No matter what your, per, your persuasion, like, everything should just be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't get it. Mm -hmm. So just I stop think, paying attention. Yeah, honestly, I don't think it's really um, doing anybody any favors at this point. Um, they've been doing it since the 400 years began. Um, all we're doing is recording it, recording it now. And now you can see when a white man is getting off. You can watch it on TV. It's been happening all along. I ain't watching none of it. Um, I haven't. I'm saying. Thankfully. In general. I'm just saying oh. all, all, the only thing that's changed is that we can now see what's going on clearly. White people and black people. all Everybody. Everybody can see what's going on clearly. We know the facts. We know that they get off easier. But what are you, what now the question becomes, what are you going to do? In response to this, are you still going to? Are you still like that's that's the thing? We know you saying you're gonna check out completely, but I mean, oh, as yeah. a people, as a group of people, as a people, the prescription is simple: mm -hmm. do for self. That's your savior. Your savior is black. Is you? Stop mm -hmm. looking to everybody else. Like Al Sharpton ain't gonna save you no organization gonna say you gonna save you that's it mm -hmm. so i don't that's the problem is everybody keep looking for somebody else to come save them like oh somebody gonna swoop in come save the day and everybody gonna be straight like no you gotta do the work to solve your problem mm -hmm. if your community is dirty you need to go outside and clean it up facts stop looking to the city You're like oh i'm upset with the city because the city ain't come through and they were supposed to clean up the trash in our hood. Who put the trash over there? We don't want to talk about that part. We don't want to talk about who needed to be over there to clean it up. We want to go and put the blame on somebody else to go and solve our problems. And as soon as you do that, that's when you get let down. That's when you get frustrated that people not moving at the pace you would like them to move at because mm -hmm. you know you can move faster than whoever the person is that you're relying on. Mm -hmm. So instead of putting your faith and reliance in somebody else, put it in yourself and then mm -hmm. you solve the problem. So I, I don't, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think that's the problem. I feel like the God that we are waiting for is outside of ourselves. That's the problem. We wait in for, <laughs> and most of us, we wait in for a straight hair Jesus with blue eyes and white skin to come through and save the day. That is not the answer. Okay. I wonder who in 2021 is still thinking that he looks like that. <laughs> I'm a lot wondering. Of I am a wondering. A lot of people. I am when you sure. actually read it, it, he is far from that. It ain't about reading. <laughs> I think it is part of part Ooh. of it. Like if they would just read the book, nothing wrong with them. Don't get me wrong, the book by itself. 
What's mm-hmm. wrong with the book by itself? There's a lot of truth in that hey, book. Not at all. I ain't saying nothing about. Look, I recognize but, but, truth wherever it lies. But you can find the lies in the society if you read the book. But a lot of people don't read the book. Anyways, it's okay. Anyway, um, well, that's yeah, all the so time we had for today. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this has been insightful i did want to touch on some other topics but we'll have to give that in another video um more on what the black male and black woman can do talk about the article we did not touch on the article very much but we did we the first question was how do you think she's doing and apparently a lot of people think she's doing really bad 80 percent of america in fact think that kamala is doing very bad their main five reasons let's just touch on that before we go i guess here um five reasons why she is and i forgot the topic her dreams won't come true about the president um that presidential thing that's going on here um america and kamala harris will continue to suffer from bad policy decisions in the next three years okay whose fault is that Number four, Kamala Harris is rough smart. Okay. So let's read a little bit more into this because I'm confused on that one too. Smart? Guess what it says? Oh, oh, she's got a rough start. (laughs) And I'm glad you caught that because I was thinking it says smart. Okay, she had a rough start. Um, Harris's current approval ratings are dismal. 28% 28% or lower than the prior vice president at this juncture in his term. Hmm. Okay. So she's just at a lower pace than previous white males. I mean, that's I, not surprising. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I mean, they're saying the prior vice president had a better uh, approval rating during this time. I mean, than she did, or she does. Honestly, I don't even care like about the I approval think, rating concept. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, that's all I care about. I think it's on both sides of the aisle here. I think white Americans, the middle of the road Americans, and African Americans here are both losing trust and hope in this system and I think that's exactly why you see such low approval ratings like nobody wanted them in there (laughs) we talking about us but and then we had to realize nobody wanted them in there like you really had to everybody was just voting just to vote Anyways, the next one here. Don't expect Harris fortunes to change. Harris's fortunes to change. Okay. So um, she says she didn't recall that Harris didn't enter the Iowa caucus in 2020 because she was not popular among Democrats. Mostly important, most importantly, not even among California Democrats. Yeah, she her own state was like, nope. She was a senator. California. Remember that? Uh, she wasn't oh likable then. Anyways, next one here. 
Kamala Harris's shrinking base. Mm. I mean, all that means is like even her people that was originally for her dropping out. We're not surprised there. The Democrats' overriding desire to win. Democrats will want to hold the White House more than ever in 2024, especially if they lose the House and the Senate in 2022. A severely weakened Harris, even if she is president by then, won't fill that bill for them. Some say that was why she was saddled with the border crisis and why her visibility is so low now. Okay. I thought it was just me not seeing her on in the media very much. But she's definitely doing that on purpose. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. It's intentional. So like you said, like it's intentional that you're not seeing them very much. Yeah, everything is intentional. Mm -hmm. All that. So yeah. Um, So we did get to touch on that. Um, Well, I mean... Any closing statements, thoughts? In the words of uh, Jesse Lee Peterson, um, the great white hope is coming back. (laughs) (laughs) What does that even mean? I don't watch The great white hope. You don't know who the great white hope is? No, what's that? Oh, Trump. That's Donald Trump. Yeah. (laughs) You didn't know? (laughs) He is coming back. He said, I'm going back in 2024. I'm going to win. Because... I don't know. Kanye, he's saying, well, he ran last time. He got completely washed. So I guess this time he's trying to do it for real in 2024. I mean, that should be interesting. I don't know. I don't know what that's going to be like. A wild election year. Who is he talking about about doing it for real? Like, is he actually going to come to debates? Are we about to see Kanye West in a suit come to? No, he's not about to wear a suit. I don't know. I mean, he kicked off his campaign. I think he kicked it off in South Carolina. And then he went over there and had an event. And then the media started, you know, going in on him, talking about he's unstable and this and whatever, because during that he was crying because he was crying at the thought of aborting his daughter. His daughter. Who was alive. Mm-hmm. And so they they took that and tried to call him crazy and whatever else. I, I mean, Honestly, and he he shares that his daughter is his little sunshine and joy. So who wouldn't cry at the thought of that being taken away or that never existing? Like yeah. she is the one little sunshine, like little ray of hope in his life that he has. Yeah, he said uh, recently in one of his interviews. Um, I think somebody asked him a question like, you know like where's your house or something or where's your home or something where's my home it was like well my house is in wyoming but my home is when my my daughter facetimes me yep i remember that one it was like yeah okay that makes sense to me so i I don't know how long they're gonna try to spend this thing like oh you know (laughs) billionaire kanye west with ever increasing net worth uh this guy is a lunatic like okay how I mean, <laughs> Dude, his, he's, like, selling this he's so to? wealthy that it's like, <laughs> he me. really, I mean, he can like have his own news. Like, honestly, he could have his own news network if he wanted to. He's he so could, wealthy. 
but, but I'm not, um, yeah, I'm not into that. I, I think we Donald Trump is. technically are in a dangerous uh, pattern mm-hmm. because if, if Kanye gets elected or Donald Trump, it doesn't matter. The point is, I think we're just getting further and further away from regular people at the end of the day. Kanye West still is not a regular person. And that's the problem. I feel like you just need regular people. I need you to go and get a Walmart manager Mm -hmm. and be like, hey, you're going to be the president. Like, I know it's hard and all that, but we just need regular people because all these other people, like they just celebrities, you know, I think The Rock at one point might have been considering running for president. Like, we're just getting to this outrageous place. I mean, you know, what they're thinking is like, if Trump can do it, I definitely can do it. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, if he can but win, I, I definitely can win. And The Rock, he has yeah. al- already has a high approval rating. Well, yeah, but I feel like the message from Trump mm-hmm. should be for regular people. It mm-hmm. shouldn't be for other people at Trump's level. Because the last thing you want to have is a Trump figure inspiring a Jeff Bezos. Be like, oh, well, I'm also wealthy. I've got billions of dollars. Well, maybe I should run for president. And then we'll just make America Amazon. I I mean, mean, we already own the Washington Post. I mean, is this really where we want to go? Like, I don't... (laughs) Mm. I don't yeah, think that's the best thing. I see what you mean. Um, I but, don't know. Yeah, it's never. honestly, it's been predicted. Like, I don't know if anybody remembers that Black Mirror episode, but there was an episode of a character that was created for like just entertainment. It was an animated character. And he ended up in that episode running against politicians and winning wow and it was because and they they depicted how people were the people who voted for politicians were just they just were checked out they lost faith in the system and so they'd rather (laughs) an animated clown who had no type of you know political background nothing just no ideas for what he wants you know the future to be or what he wants to implement they elected him into office they rather that than the same old same old and i think that's what we're seeing we're becoming more and more so checked out that we don't even care like we would vote for whoever (laughs) because we don't care i definitely don't care i know that so I think you're seeing a lot more abuse around, like a lot more abuse around. But I think that's a good place um, to end it. You have anything else you want to say before we go? Um, I guess my closing message to everybody would be to have more faith in yourself solving problems that immediately impact you than placing that faith in strangers. Joe Biden is not your friend. 
Donald Trump is not your friend. If you don't know them, then guess what? You don't know them. They are strangers. Stop entrusting strangers with your own governance of self. If you have a problem and you have the capacity to solve it, then you solve the problem. And if you don't have the capacity to solve it, then you link with other like-minded individuals to garner the energy and resources to solve that problem. Stop going to Joe Biden and the rest of these media celebrities to solve your problems. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. And Black people especially, stop being played by the media. They love to show Black death because they know that's what gets you excited. So stop. Stop that. Like it's a fear tactic. They just, scare you. Exactly. But in reality, I mean, it's been happening all the whole time. They, they use time. this tactic just like, like a sheepdog. Like a shepherd with all the sheep in the field will take the sheepdog and just put it out in the field and all the sheep get scared and they go funnel into a cage. That's what they use. They just get y'all excited. And then one side typically is going to be like, oh, you know, uh, you know, I don't see anything wrong. And the other side would be like, well, you know, there's, there's something wrong here. And then y'all always go with the side that says, oh, there's something wrong. But then they don't do anything for you. And then you'll just be like, well, what's going on, Joe Biden? And Joe Biden, where he at? The things anyway. that they do are not, they don't have any substance. It's all painting the ground with Black Lives Matters. And that's cute. Signaling is what they say. It's called signaling. Well, that's what they do. It's to make you feel better, to quell your nerves, but it's not actual change. Yeah. Anyway, what are your closing thoughts? Um, I think there is power and representation. There is power in that. Um, there is some sort of bureaucratic value to having people who look like you in the same place even though I know all skin folk and kin folk <laughs> but if you can start to gain more ground there there is value in that but also I do think it is very important for us to get back to our doing for self roots I know my grandparents generation they were way more self-sufficient than we are. I think we've honestly become way too reliant on the government to do something for us. And I think that's why we're in the predicament that we are in now. Um, I don't know what we have to do to get the Black family back together, but that's the only way we're going to be able to get back to how we were. <laughs> like the marriage rate, um, it was at 80% versus the 25% it is now. That's when we were most self-sufficient. Like our grandparents, they knew how to do things. Like my granddad knew how to build a house, built a house, built several houses. 
a grandma. She knew how to cook. She knew how to sew. She knew how to do these things. And I'm not saying that these are the skills that we need to have today, but those were the things that you needed to know how to do to be able to do for self. They went to a bank back when they first started, you know, building their home that they ended up settling down in and got denied a bank loan because they're black and um, no bank wanted to give black people that much money for a home. They didn't want to do that. They wanted you to live, stay at a certain level. And so if they thought you was about to try to rise up, they weren't going to give you what you needed. But they said, okay, they saved up their own money and was, and they were able to build a substantial home for themselves without the bank. And then years later, when things started to open up, due to those people making changes for whatever reason, whether you want to say, you know, if you ask my granddad, he'll say the <laughs> Democrats made things better for Black people. So due to those reasons, years later, he was able to go back around and get financing for the home. And then that's what they ended up using to start a business. But anyways, all I'm saying is, it is important for us to see the value in both doing for self and making strides in the system that you do live in. And that's mm. my closing statement. All right. <laughs> well, I think the comment section on this should be quite interesting. Oh, yeah. I know they got some fire for you and quite. me. Okay. Look. <laughs> <laughs> look, I know I'm going to get called a couple coons probably. <laughs> At least a couple. I mean, you already I don't get a couple, know. I mean, I feel like I didn't do good enough. I need you to come back. You already know. Jesse Lee Peterson energy. <laughs> Someone's going to see <laughs> something wrong with what you and I both said. Somebody is. You know it. But yes, I do think that these are from our observations, and we're open to hearing, you know, other people's observations, your view, because I am very open to that because. I know that, you know, sometimes my perspective is not the only perspective. I know that. So mm. I'm, I'm open to listening to other people's perspectives and maybe I'll learn something. So definitely leave a comment if you disagree. If you think something we said was spot on, if you agree with something, definitely we want to hear it all. I hope I triggered some of the Democratic plantationists. I know. Oh, I, heard, I know you did. Oh yeah, I know. I feel. I know. I could. I could they probably right I now. Feel. They didn't even finish the video. They go probably ahead. Like, go ahead. Tell me how much the Democrats done do for you. Need to vote. Capital letters. Come on. Tell me how much Joe Biden has done good for you, and tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me why I got to make sure I vote Democrat next time and the time after that and the time after that. Don't matter who running. Just make sure that you vote Democrat because they the right side of history. Uh, but next time, I feel like we need to start talking about. Um, let's start talking about people like Lil Nas X. Ooh. Um, because Ooh. what I see, <laughs> You're trying I to don't see Democrats. Absolutely. <laughs> He's going to say anything about that situation. And a lot of Democrats, especially Black Democrats, they be talking about how they Christian. I don't know why. you square that circle, but all right. I don't know why Black people get dragged into this, but we are not as liberal. That's another conversation. Just as a group, 
we have been historically more conservative. Our views are more conservative. And I don't know why we just go along with this stuff. Literally. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't I mean, we allow ourselves crazy. to be grouped into this and just go with it. I ain't going with it. <laughs> but so, there it know. is. You already know. They're coming for us. So we're ready. We want to see the comments. We are ready for it all. Um, yeah, if you on, stayed to the end of this video, shout out to you. Because <laughs> it was not supposed to be this long, was it? No. <laughs> Stimulate your mind with a digital copy of the first edition of the Ebony Epiphany. It's a collection of potent poetry made for the ebony intellectual. Get yours today for only $14.99. You can find it on our website at ebonyafro.com. Go to the store tab, wherein you find and click the book tab. Click on the book, then simply add it to your cart. Click the link in the description below to get your copy today.